Don't focus on negative thoughts. Focus on creating what you desire. You are listening to BrothersOfTheWord.com. This is the message titled The Happy List by C. Elijah Bronner. Seven eight one five. The happy list. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word. Because brother, you need the word. We welcome all of you joining us by television and those of you joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or Facebook Live. Thank you for tuning in and being with us today. Always a wonderful delight and joy to have you to tune in and join us. Well, we'd like to share just a little humor. The children were lined up in the cafeteria of a Catholic elementary school for lunch. And at the head of the table was a large tray of apples. A nun had written a note and posted it on the apple tray saying, Take only one, God is watching. Further along the lunch line at the other end was a large tray of chocolate chip cookies. A little girl wrote a note which she put next to the tray of cookies that said, Take all you want, God is watching the apples. Well, we've been talking a lot about joy, and I want to really conclude today, but I want to entitle today The Happy List, The Happy List. I've been trying to share my little happy list for weeks now. Never got around to it, so I said, I'll just devote an entire session, and we'll call it The Happy List, The Happy List. Let's read a scripture over in the book of Proverbs, chapter 15, book of Proverbs, chapter 15, Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 13. When you get there, say amen. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 13. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 13. And I'm reading from the Message Bible. It says, a cheerful heart brings a smile to your face. A sad heart makes it hard to get through the day. So we're talking about the happy list, the happy list. It was a study done said probably that only about 20% of people are happy. Only about 20% of people are happy. So a lot of unhappy people in the world, and that's why Jesus wanted us to be full of joy and to have his joy because the world can be such an unhappy place and so many unhappy people because people don't have the spiritual wherewithal to be able to have the joy of the Lord if they don't know Christ Jesus as their Savior. And then the sad part is there are a lot of Christians who know Jesus as their Savior and they're not operating in joy either. And so that's why we've been sharing this message about joy so that God's people can be full of joy and enjoy life and allow that joy to spill over and to be a blessing to others. We've talked quite a bit about some things that God wanted us to be full of joy so that we could enjoy life, but also because being full of joy makes everything better. It makes everything better. Everybody say better. It makes everything better when you're full of joy. It helps us to enjoy life, and it makes everything better. I was reading a study. This was a popular hotel chain, and they... They said that when they interviewed people to work for their hotel, 
that they only hire people who smile at least four times in the interview. And they said, if you don't smile four times in the interview, you immediately crossed off the list. <laughs> well, that's because joy makes everything better. So people are better presented at work when you have a happy attitude and when you're joyful, that you want joyful team members, you want joyful employees, a joyful staff. And so it's a powerful, powerful principle talking about joy. Let's read another scripture over in the book of Proverbs chapter 15. Proverbs chapter 15 talks about joy. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 15, it says, All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he that is of a merry heart hath a continual feast. And let me read it from another translation. Another translation says, For the despondent every day brings trouble. For the happy heart, life is a continual feast, regardless of the circumstances. And so it's letting us know that for the happy heart, life is a continual feast, regardless of the circumstances. So it doesn't matter about the circumstances. That's not the determining factor of our joy. Happiness is an attitude. Happiness is a choice. It's a choice. There are a lot of choices in the world, but I choose happiness. Turn to your name and say, I choose happiness. It's an attitude. It's a choice. I love what it says here in Proverbs 15, 15. It says, Every day brings trouble for the despondent. So every day brings trouble for the despondent. Doesn't seem fair, does it? It doesn't seem fair for every day to bring trouble for the despondent and for a happy heart to have a continual feast. It doesn't seem fair. And I was like, why is that? Well, the Amplified Bible gives a little more clarity and it really explains it. Listen to this. It says, all the days of the despondent and afflicted are made evil by anxious thoughts and forebodings. But he who has a glad heart has a continual feast regardless of circumstances. So what this is saying is that if you live life depressed or you're always dreading, you're living full of anxious thoughts or care, or if you're fearful, you're always highlighting the bad things that happen. It says that your days are made evil. You are making them evil by the way you think, by the way you're approaching your day, by the words you're speaking. So you are bringing to pass the very content that's on the inside of your own mind and your own spirit. You're bringing that. You're drawing those things into your life. So you're making your life worse and worse simply by being despondent because when you're despondent you're like you know nothing ever happens good for me woe is me I never get any good breaks and you know and so you're constantly looking for the bad things and the negative things and that's what continues to show up because you're always looking for the negative part of life and so every day brings trouble. Life gets worse and worse, darker and darker because of that cloud of depression. A person who is depressed 
They don't have any hope. They don't see anything good coming. And so they only see more and more bad, more and more gloom, more and more doom, and it keeps them depressed. So every day brings trouble. Woe is me. And so they're looking for the worst even before it happens. They're drawing it into their lives. And so Proverbs 15, 15 is letting us know happiness is an attitude. It's a choice. It's a choice. And so this is speaking about how to think and how to approach your life. You have to have a positive life stance. Everybody say positive life stance. So your stance in life, the way you approach life, has to be a positive stance. It has to be a positive stance. I play golf, and one of the things that they teach you in golf is your stance is very important, you know, because that's your positioning. That's your positioning over the ball. And so you have to have the correct Stance. You have to have your knees bent at a certain angle, and you know you have to bend from the waist. So your feet have to be a certain distance from each other. You have to have the perfect distance so that you can have the correct leverage to be able to swing appropriately. So your stance is very important. Well, your life stance is very important. The way you position yourself in life, because you have to have a positive life stance, and it makes such a difference in your life. You have to have a positive. Everybody say positive life stance. So no matter what happens in life, always look for the positive. Always look for the bright side. Always have a positive life stance. That's your posture. That's your positioning, that you are a positive person. And so this is what Proverbs 15, 15 is saying, you know, that you will have a continual feast regardless of the circumstances because you have a positive life stance. You have a positive life stance. You're always looking on the bright side. You always have a great attitude, and you always have a great approach to life, a great perspective toward life. Here are some things in the happy list that I wanted to share. I've read a lot of books on happiness over the years, you know, just glean some of the principles. In fact, I brought a little book on happiness that I'm going to try to read the book to you because it's so good. I just love it. I keep that little book on my desk, but it's a little book called Be Happy. And I keep it on my desk and I just love to refer to it from time to time. But I've read several books on happiness, and I've gleaned some of the principles that I want to share. So that's why I entitled this The Happy List, The Happy List. Here's some of the things that's in the happy list. Number one, this is from studies done around the world. They found the happiest people on earth, and they've studied them. And these are some of the things that they found in common. These are some of the things they found in common among the happiest places around the world. Number one, they had a spiritual life. They all had a spiritual life. They all had a spiritual life. And we've already talked about how our joy is in direct proportion to our connection to him. Our joy is in direct proportion to our connection in him. Joy is produced from our union with him. So he fills us with joy. 1 John 1, 4, he fills us with joy. He fills us with joy. And that's one of the things they found on the happy list is that people who they found the happiest around the world, they had a spiritual life. They had a spiritual life. They had a spiritual life. Number two Pursuing goals, pursuing goals makes you happy. Pursuing goals makes you happy. That's having something to work on. You know, when you're working on something with a definite target, a definite aim, you feel a sense of accomplishment. You feel you're striving, and so that gives you a sense of excitement. It makes you feel 
alive and alert and makes you feel like you have something and it actually excites you and makes you happy. So pursuing goals is another trait that they found that makes people happy. When you have something to get up and go to every day, you get up and go to something and so you're working on something. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm working on something. I'm working on something, man. You always have something to work on. Always have something to look forward to. See, you're working on something. You have something to look forward to. That makes you happy when you're engaged and you have something to look forward to. Here's another one. Number three, they found that personal expression, personal expression makes you happy. Personal expression makes you happy. Well, personal expression can take on many different forms, and you have to find which form works for you. But personal expression could be drawing. You know, if you sit down and just draw or paint, that's personal expression because this is coming out of you. And so when you put your pen to the paper or your, you know, if you go to the canvas with your paintbrush, this is creativity that's coming out of you. So the personal expression makes you happy. So whether you are doing art or if you're composing music or if you're writing letters or writing a book or if you're just singing, that's personal expression. Speaking, see, I'm expressing myself personally right now. That's why I'm so happy. (laughs) So personal expression, so you get an opportunity to draw out of you what's in you through personal expression. You get an opportunity to create something, and it actually makes you happy because this is coming from you. This is coming from you. So when you write, draw, paint, sing, speak, any of these things, that's personal expression. When you invent something, Pastor Nathaniel, he's an inventor. So he is at his happiest when he's working on something new because it's personal expression. You get an opportunity to bring out of you something that's in you. And so you get the chance to personally express yourself. So everybody say personal expression. It makes you happy. Here's number four, gratitude. Gratitude makes you happy. Being thankful for what you already have, looking each day to find something to be thankful for. It makes you happy. When you realize how blessed you are and how much you already have, it makes you happy. It makes you happy because you realize when you give thanks, you realize how good God is and how good God has been to you. And you realize what you do have. And so it makes you appreciate what you have. And you realize things are not as bad as it seems when you are grateful, when you're grateful. So gratitude brings in just a wonderful spirit of happiness. It makes you happier. So Reflect on your day and write down things that you are grateful for. Gratitude that'll help your happiness. Here's the next one. This is number five. Purpose makes you happy. Purpose makes you happy. When you're part of something that's bigger than you are, when you're part of something that's bigger than you are, that makes you happy. There were three men on a construction site, and a reporter walked by, and he asked the first man, he said, what are you doing? The man said, I'm laying bricks. He went to the second man. He said, what are you doing? He said, I'm building a wall. Now, they were all doing the same thing. And he went to the third man. The third man was just whistling and just happy. He said, what are you doing? He said, I'm building a cathedral. See, he had purpose in mind. He had purpose in mind. So when you're working with purpose, purpose makes you happy. But when you're part of something that's bigger than you, when you're part of something that's bigger than you, It makes you happy. So connect with purpose. When you find purpose and connect with purpose, that's actually a part of making you happy. Somebody said this happiness is not the purpose of life. 
It is the byproduct of finding your purpose. Happiness is not the purpose of life. It is the byproduct of finding your purpose. So when you tap into your purpose, there's a great sense of happiness that's released into your life. So people who are tapped into their purpose are happier people. They're happy. Number six is serving and helping others. Serving and helping others makes you happier. There was a study done. They did this study. They said, Each person involved in the study was asked to list 10 people that they knew and to label them as happy or not happy. Then they had them to go through the list again and they labeled each one as selfish or unselfish. When they gathered the results, they found that all the people who were labeled happy were also labeled unselfish. So they found that people whose activities were devoted to bringing themselves happiness were far less happy than those whose efforts were devoted to making others happy. So serving and helping others makes you happy. Serving and helping others makes you happy. And number seven, family, friends, and social groups make you happy. So when you have good family ties or you have good friendships or you belong to some good social groups, it could be a group, say if you're part of a photography club or a sewing club or a wine club or a traveling club, any type of club makes people happier. This is what they found from studying people all around the world. People who gathered with common interests, so either they had strong family relationships, strong friends, or they were part of strong social groups. Being with other people makes you happy. Being with other people makes you happy. That's why you're happy at church. You're happy at church. Church people are happy. Church people are happy. Church people are happy. That's why the Bible says don't forsake the assembly of yourselves together because there's a happy element God knows that's in collective worship as a body. So you're not here just to praise God and to hear the word and to serve. It's our collective unity, fellowship with one another that actually makes you happier. You don't even realize it. You're happy when you get a hug. You're happy when someone smiles and when you're talking about your events of the week and you develop friendships and happiness at church, it actually makes you happier because it's a social group. It's a social group, so it makes you happier. So family, friends, social groups makes you happier here's number eight sunlight sunlight makes you happy makes you happy sunlight makes you happy so get outdoors you're happier in the sunlight even indoors if you have bright colors bright colors are shown to make you happier so you know you have bright pastel colors makes you happier so bright colors sunlight being outdoors being around nature Being around water, all those things make you happier. Being out in God's creation, it actually makes you happy. It makes you happy. Get outdoors, man, and take your shoes off and walk barefooted. and (laughs) It actually makes you happier. It actually makes you happy. Number nine. Number nine, smiling, laughing, singing, dancing, having fun. All of these things instantly improve your mood. Instantly improve your mood. In fact, the word rejoice... The word rejoice in the Bible, in the Greek, it literally means to brighten up, to jump up and down, and to spin around. That's what it means. It means to brighten up, jump up and down, and spin around. 
So smiling, laughing, singing, dancing, having fun, all those things instantly improve your mood. Just by doing any of these things, they improve your mood. So engage in things that are fun. Remember, Proverbs 15, 13 says that a merry heart makes a happy face. A merry heart makes a happy face. So when you're happy here, it shows up here. So if you're happy on the inside, it shows up on the outside. A merry heart makes a happy face. Number 10, number 10, think right thoughts. Think right thoughts. Think happy thoughts. Paul said that I think myself happy. I think myself happy. And that's why Paul said, think on these things, these things that are noble, these things that are praiseworthy, any good report. Think on these things because they deal with your happiness. He said, I think myself happy. I think myself happy. So think right thoughts that helps your happiness. Thinking right thoughts helps your happiness. Number 11 is exercise. Exercise makes you happy. It makes you happy. Who went to Ringo today? Well, you should be a little bit happier than the rest of us. <laughs> I saw one guy coming out of it. He wasn't that happy, though. He's <laughs> he said, man, that Ringo wore me out. <laughs> well, it makes you happy. Exercise makes you happy. It increases your serotonin levels in the chemicals in the brain and all these things releases endorphins in the body and all these things so you're actually chemically you're made happier by exercising moving your body exercise makes you happy sleep getting a good night's sleep makes you happier good night's sleep if you don't believe me try not sleeping and see how unhappy you are the next day praise god what those are all the things i had on my happy list and i want to share i'm gonna try to read this whole book it won't take me but a couple of minutes because it's only one sentence. I love this little book. It's only one sentence on each page. And it's called Be Happy by Monica Sheehan. But I just love the little book. So on each page is just one line, just one line and a picture on each page. So the first page says, follow your heart. That'll make you happy. In other words, follow your passion. Follow your passion that makes you happier. Follow your passion that makes you happier. Here's one that says, stay inspired, stay inspired. And it has a picture of a person upside down, standing on their head. Stay inspired. So don't get bored. Be creative. Do something different. Stay inspired. Don't let life become boring to you. Here's one that says, stop being a victim. So stop negative, defeating self-talk and all those things that work against you. Here's one that says, do things you're good at. Do things you're good at. Here's one that says, love your work. Love your work. If you don't do work you love, then love what you do. Love your work. Here's one that says, get a new perspective. Here's one that says, have a sense of wonder. Have a sense of wonder. Have a sense of wonder. Here's one that says, don't isolate. Don't isolate. Don't isolate. And that's what we talked about, how happiness is being a part of social groups. Don't isolate yourself. Don't isolate yourself. Here's one that says, find people you love. Here's one that says, set goals. Finish what you start. Help others. Do a one-day news fast. A one-day news fast. Cut the news off for one day. And don't read any of President Trump's tweets. <laughs> Here's one that says, dance. Pamper yourself. It has a picture of a lady in a bubble bath. Pamper yourself. Makes you happy. Face your fears. Go to a museum. Make decisions. Here's one that says exercise. Limit television. Listen to music. Get in touch with nature. Lighten up. 
have a moral compass, get a good night's sleep, read books, buy yourself flowers, reach out, make friends, set up a realistic schedule, don't compare yourself with others, live in the moment. Some people are stressed out about the future, they have regrets over the past, they fail to enjoy the moment that they're in. Live in the moment. Don't beat yourself up. We all make mistakes. We all miss the mark. We all fail. Don't beat yourself up. Dust yourself off. Get back up and go at it again. Accept that life has its ups and downs. It does. That's a part of life. That's the little machine that beeps to let you know that you are alive. Notice it moves like this. Life moves like that. So accept that. There are some challenges. There are some great times. There are some challenges. Accept that. That means you're alive. Accept that. And don't let it bend you out of shape. Be open to new ideas. Believe in yourself. Be kind. Let people know how special they are. Be honest with yourself. And you all can stand on your feet. I'm out of time. Stand on your feet. Don't focus on negative thoughts. Focus on creating what you desire. Make time just to have fun. Say thank you to the people who teach you and support you and encourage you. Don't forget, money doesn't buy happiness. Give away what you don't need to someone who does. Value who you are right now. We all need to make big changes. We all need to change and improve. But value who you are right now. All of your little quirks, all of your little idiosyncrasies, all the little things that make you unique, value yourself right now. So what if you're overweight? Appreciate the little extra weight. Some people wish they could gain weight. Some people have told me that being skinny is overrated. <laughs> value who you are right now. Value who you are right now. Be a part of community. Find common ground. Keep the romance in your life. Make a gratitude list. Love your Mother Earth. Do your best. Don't lose hope. You never know what tomorrow will bring. Keep learning. Want what you have. Believe in something bigger than yourself. Stay close to friends and family. Be true to yourself. Praise God. Well, that's the whole book. I read the whole book to you all. <laughs> Praise God. You all have read a book. If anybody asks you what books have you read for 2019, tell them you read the book called Be Happy by Monica Sheehan. <laughs> you all have read your first book for the year. Praise God. I'm out of time, but I just wanted to get my happy list out. I've been holding it for a long time, so I just wanted to share the whole list with you and pray that you enjoyed it and got something out of it. Let's pray. Father, we just love you, and we just give you thanks. Thank you for doing us good and making us happy. Lord, we thank you for your joy that's unspeakable and full of glory. We love you. Thank you for releasing us to enjoy life, Lord, and to inspire others and to be a blessing to others wherever we go, to brighten up the place, to brighten others and help others wherever we go, to make the world a better place because your joy is in us and it spills over to others. And we just love you and praise you. And it's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let every heart say, Amen, amen, amen. You are listening to BrothersOfTheWord.com. This was the message titled The Happy List by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7815. That's 7815. To listen to over a thousand free messages or to send this message number 7815 to a friend, go to BrothersOfTheWord.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. 
Listen to brothers of the word.com often because brother you need the word. Brothers of the word.